Blog Talk Radio. Thank you to all our own children upon the sea islands. We're going on on the children upon the sea islands, and we're beyond just your land and things like that. What we had about call it, call it Gucci Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, all around the world. We're so glad that the hundred children that did with we for we show. Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that 100 children tune in for this year's special broadcast of We Station. So glad it for one more again be up for key upliftment to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. So this year evening, we dedicate this year's special Memorial Day Decoration Day program to We Fall Ancestors who've been a part of them different regiment of the U.S. Colored Troop, Redowas, to the 1st South Carolina Volunteer Regiment. We will make sure we give a moment of silence for them when we fight for freedom for we. Thank you, thank you. God bless Hunter Chillin this evening. We're so glad that Hunter Chillin the day of with we one more again from this year's show. We show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. It's been a time over the last weekend and things like that with the 20th Annual Gullah Festival going down at Mather School, but now the technical college of the low country and things like that. So we want to thank up everybody who will be there, especially all of them who come for support we at the Gullah Geechee Sea Coalition who is sponsor this year's program. We want to especially thank African Journeys Tours and Stress-Free Travel for coming all the way from all the different islands of the world, but rather was by way of Brooklyn, New York, and from Philadelphia and things like that, 
Pennsylvania for coming here to the Gullah Geechee Nation, and not just for coming here for Beatar Festival, but coming here for Yeti from the people who we be and for contribute to we Gullah Geechee land and legacy work and whole important culture for true. So we thank you, thank you to all of them will come down, and we're so glad for no say done ride back where you're coming from safely and things like that and go out again traveling mussy for get back there. But the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition are involved in plenty of things every day for whole pun we coaching. You have to wait for no festival time for come here for working in the community and yet about who we be and things like that. So for make sure Hunter Chill understand why the crack my deep vote. It is important that you under and understand that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this broadcast is involved with the work to keep the Gullah Geechee land and our legacy and our culture alive on these islands. The sea islands in the Atlantic Ocean from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, and our mainland area, our low country area, inland, 35 miles to the St. John's River. We are here doing that every day. You do not have to wait until a festival to come here to be involved in supporting the community and giving to the work that is done. So we hope that as you listen to these broadcasts each and every week, no matter where you are in the world, you become a member or a supporter, meaning you want to give maybe a one-time donation and contribute something, but you don't necessarily want membership status. It's fine. You can do both or either or. Please go to gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot N-E-T. You can also always email us, even if you have questions after the broadcast or if you are some of our outstanding supporters that download this show to your iPads, to your telephones, to your tablets, that go ahead and share it over social media, you can always reach us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-O at AOL.com at any point in time that you're listening to the broadcast. You don't have to just be there in the chat room live when this broadcast goes out each Monday evening at 7 p.m. You can get in touch with us whenever you can. And so definitely go to gullahgeechee.net or email us at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Also, you can always keep up with the information that couples this broadcast at GullahGeecheeNation.com. We have historic information at our blog site, GullahGeecheeNation.com, that couples with these radio broadcasts. And tonight's broadcast will be no different. There will be some documentation coming up shortly on GullahGeecheeNation.com for you to use along with this broadcast because we do pray that you use this beyond today beyond just tuning in and listening, that inspires you, encourages you not only to visit us in the Gullah Geechee Nation, but to also honor the Gullah Geechee ancestors that built America, that fought for our freedom, and that you would pass on what you've learned to others in the classroom or underneath the oak tree, but just so the word going out for who we be for truth and what a we story. That's why we did and this show, the we show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So, this is a critical time of year for us because the Gullah Festival weekend is also what in the United States is celebrated as Memorial Day weekend. This year, we were visited by the Sierra Leone Single Leg Amputee Sports Association. Many of the members immediately knew me on site because they are also part 
of the Gullah Kinship Society in Sierra Leone. And many of my listeners who have been following us even before this became Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, you are familiar with the various interviews we've done with different members and founding members of Gullah Geechee organizations and societies and associations that are in Sierra Leone. And so it was wonderful having them here, having the counselor come to deliver word from the president during the ceremony, the grand procession, with those who, such as Chief Red Horse and the other chiefs that were there and the clan mothers that were there as part of the opening ceremony this year for the Gullah Festival and the grand procession that happened that gave honor to this land that was first that of the indigenous people, but then honoring the fact that many of us as Gullah Geechis have indigenous American ancestry as well as African ancestry. But that story has been severed. That story has been cut off, which is why I mentioned this early on, Single Leg Amputee Sports Association, and their arrival specifically for this event and their reconnection. As the attache and I, Brother Pasco and I, talked about as they came and had a special worship service with us on Sunday on St. Helena Island, they were part of our worship. We talked about the reconnection and the necessity of collaboration and working together. There's been so much of the story of Gullah Geechee's that has yet to be told. But we have those, as you all heard me on a previous broadcast talk about, that are participating and continuing to sever ties instead of working together because they would rather exploit for their individual gain than work collectively for that of nationhood. Well, the severing that goes on during war is what the Sierra Leonean single-leg amputees wanted people to be very clear is unacceptable. It's not the way for the future, that they are the victims of war, and therefore they are peacemakers. They are peace ambassadors, and they came here to spread the message of peace. We pray that as they go to California, their work is healing and that it reconnects for many African Americans that are out there in the United States that will get to hear them while they are still traveling to various states until they head back home on June 6th. But here it is. The cutting off that happens, the amputation, is what was so critical to me because people tried to amputate us from the motherland, amputate us from the tree of Mother Africa, but yet we live. Even as they thought they were hewing it off branches, we live. And Gullah Geechee grew here in North America's soil, in the Sea Island soil. Now, here it is that on this Sea Island soil, let's go back to another time where there was war and where our ancestors were here and our ancestors were in the front line of war, where they actually chose many to enter it because they felt it was a fight for their freedom. And then there were those called volunteers now that actually were taken into war at gunpoint or became body servants for the Confederates that had previously enslaved them, and then for they ended up on Confederate sides in uniforms or later on Union sides when they got away from there. So let's go back to before there was something called Memorial Day. Let's go back to the U.S. Civil War, a time when Big Shooting didn't going to stop. 
we are still in the midst of commemorations of the U.S. Civil War throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation and especially throughout the United States South. This will continue on until we reach a point where they feel all of the significant dates that relate to the U.S. Civil War have been exhausted. So in 2015, that is when these things will culminate because it's 1865 when the U.S. Civil War culminated. It came to its end with the Union being victorious. Gullah Geechee's already landowners. Gullah Geechee's already have liberation. Gullah Geechee's are the ones in mass owning this region, taking care of this region that they also built with their blood, their sweat, and their tears. But what is not being told is how much of their blood, their sweat, and their tears was amongst the approximately 620,000 that are considered to have been soldiers that died in the United States Civil War, the war of brother against brother, as is often referred to in American history. You right, Jim? We didn't get him called. Big shooting thing like that, Eddie. Now, when we think about a war today. It's something people watch on TV. It's something people see on a video game. So people have been desensitized to the brutality of war. Now, if you see veterans and things in your neighborhood or you go to do community service at one of the Veterans Affairs places, you may have seen amputees. You may have seen victims of war. We talk a lot now about the the mental pain and PTSD, and we throw that terminology around very easily and very quickly, but not really seeing the ravages of war before our faces, not having to run, not having to shelter yourself, not having to deal with bombs exploding. Oh, yes, but many of you say, but I hear gunshots in my neighborhood every night. So there are many, like Chirac, a Chicago, a.k.a. Chi-Town, where they would say, well, we're at war. As Sister Soldier said, that's what I told you. But the amputees, the death, the amputees from Sierra Leone wanted to know why in Africa are they continuing to see news of people killing one another. What are you killing each other for? It's not necessary. But imagine if it wasn't on the news, but right where you walked every day, Here were dead bodies everywhere. Well, picture that. This is what happened during the U.S. Civil War. Not all the time were people able to take the bodies off of the battlefields and have any services or anything like this. There were bodies everywhere, and some had to just be put in mass graves. If you saw the movie Glory, with Denzel Washington and Morgan Freeman and those, then that would give you some indicator. At the very end of that film gives you a real visual this moment to picture bodies being rolled down into one massive grave. No caskets, no slow singing and flower bringing, no hooping and hollering, nobody dressing up for no repast. Just imagine bodies strewn everywhere. Our family from Salon can tell you personally, our family from many areas of the motherland can tell you personally what it is to live through that, what it is to see that. 
That's why they're telling us here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, do not allow that. Do not allow yourselves to work against each other, work together and promote each other. Stop letting someone else sever you apart. Don't let them amputate your culture and your community. That's my words, not theirs. Don't let others amputate our community. But their words were promote each other. Work together. And that will be coming up, some of what they had to say on Gullah Geechee TV. You'll be seeing that this week as well their arrival and their message to us of how we need to stay strong, we need to be bound together, not let others separate us, especially by killing one another. And that means either character assassination or physical assassination. We need to stand up and end war. We need to have peace right here where we be. And I feel when we do that, that is how we memorialize and honor our ancestors who gave their lives for true freedom as opposed to wanting to do away with one another just to get a dollar more than the next somebody or to get a chance to get your name in the paper or some such thing or to publish a paper that does nothing but plant negativity in the minds of the community. So here it is that we stand at a moment when we have an opportunity to memorialize and pay tribute to and give thanks for our ancestors who were literally at war for not only them then, us now, for their children, 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 where they know behind, who they wanted to not have go through enslavement, but to be men and women that were landowners, that had a mine I owned. So here it is that if you pictured what I said, bodies laying all over the ground, blood filled, literally, because no one has time to stop while they're fighting to actually give them proper burial rights. Imagine that. Well, here we are. That started in April 1861 in Charleston, South Carolina, where I was seated this week. Charleston, the Chuck. Here it is that what is now the historic peninsula, this beautiful place, this place where people come to see the gardens and they come to see what else is there in this holy city. Imagine bodies laying all over the place. The city not being so beautiful now, but actually in ruin by 1865. The place being a place where if you find anybody, they're a soldier or they're a gully geecher, they're cracking teeth like this year, because all the buck would have done gone by then. And now here are these soldiers marching in, marching up Meeting Street, what we call the Man Dragon Charleston today, singing liberation songs. Here comes the 21st U.S. Colored Infantry. Their commander accepts the formal surrender of the city. Now, you might say, well, I'm not a history buff or I'm not a, a war history buff. Who are the 21st U.S. Colored Infantry? Well, the 21st U.S. Colored Infantry or regiment was actually organized from the 3rd and 4th Regiments, the South Carolina Colored Infantry, on March 14, 1864. So you're talking about one year, basically, after them being formed, 
they are marching into the city of Charleston. They were also attached to the 3rd Brigade, the Division District of Florida, the Department of the South, in April 1864, so a year before. Morris Island, South Carolina, which is where many of you who've been members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition have been on our list, sir, for years. you remember I did the only libation ceremony that was done on Morris Island, the same place that you see at the end of the film, glory and honor and respect and homage to those buried there. Well, these men came up from Morris Island, the Northern District, Department of the South, to October the 1864. They were attached with them. They also had the 1st Separate Brigade, Department of the South, all the way through February 1865. They had the garrison of Charleston, South Carolina Department of the South, to August of 1865. So we are now in the heart of why are they in Charleston. And this was all issued through, and they remained with the Department of the South to October of 1866. Now, their service involved duty at Jacksonville, Florida, until April of 1864. So a year before, they were down in the southernmost point of the Gullah Geechee Nation. They then were moved to my county, Buford County, South Carolina, because they were moved to Hilton Head, no doubt to Mitchellville on Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, in Beaufort County, South Carolina. I can look across from St. Helena Island to there. Then up to Folly, Folly Beach, today people call it the Folly Island in Charleston County, all right? Then they had duty on Folly Island and Morris Island and Coles Island operating against the city, the peninsula of Charleston, until February of 1865. So they were warring against them from there. They were shooting and firing cannons and carrying on and all these things back and forth, okay, from one island over to the peninsula. Expedition on James Island, June 30th to July 10th. Then there was action on James Island. So solid Greek communities saw a great deal of this action as well. All right. Then they occupied Charleston. All right, they had a garrison duty at Charleston and Mount Pleasant until August of 1865, and at various points of South Carolina and Georgia until October the 7th, 1866, when they were mustered out of service. Now, the 3rd South Carolina Volunteers, 3rd Regiment of African Descent Infantry, was actually organized on June 1863 at Hilton Head. So y'all might wonder, okay, what was that connection? And then their service with post-duty happened, and they moved to Jacksonville, all right, then came on back up. So you see, constantly, these troops were moving up and down the Gullah Geechee Nation, from Mount Pleasant down to Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida, and then back up as well. So when we start talking about the 21st, U.S. Colored Infantry marching in, you have a number of infantries that regiments were put together to make this infantry. Now, this infantry walked in and accepted the formal surrender of the city of Charleston in April 65, in the spring of 1865. Okay? So now it's four years after the war had begun there that the place where it all started with the firing from the Citadel folks over to Fort Sumter, from that Citadel area to Fort Sumter, when these firings were going on that started the Civil War, here it is, the same place that started it is where it had to end. So now, 
thousands of Gullah Geechee's, thousands, they say, were in the city. And as a result, they held their own rituals and commemorations. And the largest one that was ever documented, and for some reason is not truly acknowledged in American history, is never taught to us in Gullah Geechee schools throughout the Sea Islands, was the one done on May 1st, 1865. And I hope tonight that in the chat room there are some folks from Charleston. I would love for you to call in and let me know later on or type in the chat whether or not while you attended school in Charleston you were ever told about this major event that black Charlestonians or Gullah Geechees or formerly enslaved people, enslaved Africans in Charleston at nearing the end of the U.S. Civil War had in that city, May 1st, 1865. This all took place at a place that the Confederate Army had converted into planters. They had a planter's horse track, they call it, a Washington Race Course and Jockey Club. They had actually changed that race course and jock that the planter aristocracy used to use for fun and entertainment into an outdoor prison for the war. So with that going on, the Union soldiers were just kept there in, in horrific conditions. They didn't care about anything. I know some of y'all said, what has changed in terms of U.S. prisons? Um, the, I guess the fact that they're indoors. Um, this one was an outdoor prison, all right, and they were just locked off on what previously had been a racetrack and a jockey place. So that means where horses did whatever, all right. So now at least 257 people who had been in the Union died there because of exposure and disease, and they were just thrown in a mass grave behind the grandstand where people would sit in it normally when it was a racetrack and watch. They just took them and just threw them in a mass grave there. There were 28 Gullah Geechee workmen that decided to go to the site and reburied the soldiers, gave them a proper burial, then put a high fence around that track so that it now became an actual official cemetery, a burial area. They then painted the fence, whitewashed the fence, and put an archway over the entrance. And there they put martyrs of the race course. Now, there was a parade that was then put together by the Gullah Geechis and also by some of the Union missionaries and teachers that had come in and as many of you know, here on Historic St. Helena Island in Beaufort County, same county that Hilton Head is in, I said these troops had also been to, you have Penn School, which was the first trade, agricultural, and normal school for freedmen. This is where the Gideonite van of many of these missionaries from the north came in first, was into Beaufort County and settled schools. But after a while, there was some that spread out to various other areas as well. And they were trying to help with, you know, help with the fallen soldiers, help with those who were ill, and also many to teach people reading and writing and math and so on. Well, they also helped to organize this parade along with the Gullah Geechis that came together. And there were 10,000 people 
10,000 that showed up to that race course. Now, before that, you know it wasn't us at that race course. wasn't us at that race course sitting in no grandstand watching anything. But I could only imagine the grand stand that my people took. And when I see the image that still remains of the young people, how they stood at attention in honor of those soldiers on that day, May 1st, 1865, and how they then went forth. And it was written up even in the New York Tribune as a procession of friends and mourners of South Carolina and in South Carolina and the United States never saw before. 9 a.m., May 1st, 1865, the procession stepped off and it was led by 3,000 Gullah Geechee schoolchildren carrying armloads of roses and singing John Brown's body. Now, can you imagine us getting 3,000 proud Gullah Geechee children for the Gwindung Meeting Street, carrying flowers, singing the thing like that, over the death of this young called slavery. Singing, getting glory, for freedom done come. Then children will lead the way. The children have a leader. So 7,000 were grown folks, if there was 10,000 total. Look at them numbers, three and seven. Children were followed by hundreds and hundreds of Gullah Geechee women with baskets of flowers and wreaths and crosses. To this day, we have the flower ladies here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that tradition is kept up in Charleston. I can imagine their voices. I could hear them flower ladies singing right with the children. And I'm sure those wreaths and crosses, they took their time and made them out of natural things growing here so that they would go right back into the earth, but in tribute to those souls that needed to rest. Then came the brothers, marching in cadence, followed by contingents of the Union infantry and other Gullah Geechis, other black or African Americans and whites or Anglo people were behind them. And as many as could get inside, they got them inside, but there were so many, they couldn't get them all in there. So the image, even if you look at our website today and see the image of the children, those were the ones leading the way. That wasn't everybody that was there. 10,000 were there. And they said that the children's choir sang, we'll rally around the flag, and they sang the Star Spangled Banner, and then they sung our song. They sung the spiritual. Oh, children, I can imagine how they've been a shout out there, Lord. And they said after that the preachers preached and they read scriptures and all of this, but no one seemed to record all of the passages that were read that day. But they say the spirit of Leviticus 25 was present. And that reads that, For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. In the year this jubilee, he shall return every man unto his own possession. Now, we had the Gullah Geechee Jubilee in Charleston, right down the way, so to speak, 
from where all of this took place. We had that in August, two years ago. We're returning to Charleston this year for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. Reconstruction, revival, and reunion. Can you imagine 3,000 Gullah Geechee children being there? Can you imagine 7,000 Gullah Geechee proud people being there along with others that support us honoring our ancestors the way that this was done, 9 a.m. May 1st, 1865? They said after a very solemn dedication, the crowd dispersed into the infield and did what became the thing that people now do. Those flowers ain't been a dry long so. They went to the graves that were now interred properly. And they placed those flowers for each and every fallen soldier. They decorated those graves. They decorated those graves. Decoration Day became what people called it, Decoration Day. This still continues in the minds of many, and there are still Gullah Geechee's that here at the National Cemetery in Beaufort, South Carolina, which was the one signed into law by President U.S. President Abraham Lincoln. Each year there is still the decorating of the graves, but not necessarily all done by Gullah Geechee's now. But Decoration Day was a time of gathering and celebration. It was solemn, but it also honored the legacy of freedom. But now for generations, this has not been written of, but it has been usurped. It has become Memorial Day in the United States with no credence, no memory, no presentation anywhere in the news, no documentaries, no little commercial clips acknowledging Charleston, South Carolina, and the Gullah Geechee Nation, acknowledging the 3,000 little turns, acknowledging the 7,000 Gullah Geechees and missionaries and teachers that were the ones that had the presence of mind to honor and decorate those graves, not acknowledging those Gullah Geechee men that buried, that did the proper burial ritual, instead of allowing these men to lay there in a mass grave. So here it is that this material is starting to come forward a little bit more, especially I noticed through social media this year, a lot more people posting this information, a lot more people reading even at least a brief clip. So I thought it not robbery that our show do a special broadcast to add to the historical record of what has happened and how we continue to memorialize ours that fought for our freedom and our story. Now, you might wonder, well, when did it go from being Decoration Day to Memorial Day? Well, it's never going to stop being Decoration Day in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Someone wrote to me on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page asking, they said, we all are a nation. Every nation has a calendar of their holidays. What are your holidays? And that was a very interesting question that I had never been asked before, so I greatly appreciated it. And I said, Decoration Day, as you see on our wall, that's one of them. 
the Gullah Geechee Nation Independence Day, essentially, or our national day is July 2nd, which is the day I was installed and the Gullah Geechee Nation was declared. So the Gullah Geechee Nation Declaration Day is also an official Gullah Geechee holy day or holiday. And then we also have those that, you know, are just the general ones that people still celebrate from the United States as well. And then we have, you know, our days that we celebrate our culture and our community, which are our different festivals. So Gullah Geechee Reunion Day, which is always the first weekend, the first Saturday in August, is also one of our holidays of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and we always have that during the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. So we have at least three days that are definitely ours, and I always include Emancipation Day, which is January the 1st, 1865, is when the Emancipation Proclamation written by U.S. President Abraham Lincoln was first read in our story or his story ever in time, and it was done here in the Gullah Geechee Nation on the island of Fort Royal here in Beaufort County, South Carolina. So those four are definitely on the calendar of holidays or holy days and days of remembrance and memorial commemoration and celebration for us in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So I was thankful for that question because the question caused me to further appreciate that which our ancestors had left that we are continuing, that those of us who have ears to hear, eyes to see, and a soul to remember are still carrying on. Now, Memorial Day in the United States became a national holiday in 1868 is when it really started, when Commander-in-Chief of the Grand Army of the Republic, the Union Veteran Organization, in which we have one of the last standing Grand Army halls here in Beaufort, South Carolina and the city of Beaufort, and y'all have seen on Gullah Geechee TV and also the blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com, the information when we dedicated the marker there last year. The Union Veteran Organization called on all former northern soldiers in their communities to conduct ceremonies and decorate graves of their dead comrades. So that's when we're further expanding this into Memorial Day. Then on May 30th, 1868, flowers were plentiful. So funeral ceremonies were attended by thousands of people. They said in 183 cemeteries in 27 states. So then after that, 336 cities in 31 states arranged for raids and various things going on. And then the South Confederate Memorial Day started up on different dates, April 26th in the Deep South and so on, uh, because they wanted to put it in conjunction with the anniversary of General Joseph Johnson's final surrender to General William T. Sherman on May 10th in South and North Carolina. So then they moved on with uh, their birthday. Oh, yes, and, and on May 10th in South and North Carolina was actually the birthday of Stonewall Jackson. So then on June 3rd in Virginia. So ultimately these all got combined to that final Monday in May that we now know as Memorial Day so that everyone sort of could push these all together. But they then left out the Gullah Geechees, and even now when you look online, they'll call them blacks or African Americans or formerly enslaved, and they don't say the Gullah Geechees, or they'll even say Charlestonians, um, black Charlestonians, instead of saying the Gullah Geechees actually were the ones that started Decoration Day in what is Charleston, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. 
And so we definitely uh, want you to know that the old racetrack where this happened is still there, and Over Roadway in Hampton Park in Charleston is named for Wade Hampton as the former Confederate general and white supremacist redeemer governor of South Carolina after the end of Reconstruction. But the park, uh, Hampton Park, where we actually have the Heritage Day of Moja celebration, September, October, each year, that's the September Saturday, um, starting it off, is where this is. And there it is around the corner from the Citadel, which is around the corner from the Joe which is the Joseph P. Riley Stadium for the Charleston River Dogs, which is where we will be on August the 1st of this year with our launch for the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival, Reconstruction, Revival, and Reunion. So we hope that you will be there with us because not only will we at that time have a special ceremony with the VIPs that are coming to this event, we will also honor Denmark Vesey because his statue now stands in this space, in this place as well. And if you're interested in being there to support us or if you can't make it but want to contribute to the work that's being done, please go to www.gullageechee.info, www.gullageechee.info. Geechee does not have an I in it, info. That will give you all the details on the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival and give you an opportunity to actually come to Charleston this year and actually walk these hallowed grounds, walk these places and spaces and see them for yourself. Walk Meeting Street. Walk in the pathway that our 10,000 ancestors laid that they shouted out that day as they sang those spirituals coming down the street as they marched onto that racetrack and memorialized these soldiers that had fought for us. We thank them for the legacy that they left. We know they are truly decorated because I don't feel that any medal they would have got than what they got with those flowers that those children place in honor of them. And then with them chilling, the singing shell and thing like that, with the spiritual and thing for true. The Siddisha, the Rejubilee Day for true. And so, under this moment, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, we have sacred rites and burial rituals that many people often want to get in and be a looky-loo to see. I've had numerous television stations try to contact me to see if I would let them come to such rites and see what we do. That's unacceptable. That's a sacred time. That's also a time of mourning for the entire community, not just for families, but also a celebration of people's lives. They don't want it invaded upon by someone just recording it for the purpose of outsiders looking in. And I'm glad that most of the producers I've spoken to respected that, and they respected the sacred nature of this, just as we appreciate those who respect the sacred nature of our burial areas, where we do decorate the burial areas of our people, the actual ground, the actual plots of our people, not only in these national cemeteries that are in the Gullah Geechee Nation, some one in Florida here in South Carolina, but also in the graveyards that Gullah Geechee is still fighting to hold on to. 
that is some of the work that the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition has participated in is ensuring the protection of various burial areas as well as cemeteries of our people. And we have helped and strategized and worked with, and we've now been asked by some of the people who were here over the weekend to even help guide their processes of trying to protect other burial grounds and sacred grounds of other black people, of African-American people that have been interred in areas previously, but now people want to build some new skyscraper somewhere, and then they're, they're disrupting the graveyard. Here, it's not skyscrapers. It's someone wanting a golf course. It's someone wanting a clubhouse. It's someone wanting their house with a pool and a dock and wanting to do this off of our burial area because we bury along the waterways. So when I say to you, my heart and soul is in this time frame of Decoration Day and how solemn it is and how the ancestors have spoken to me through it, I truly feel them. I feel their spirits. I feel their hearts, and I know that they're thankful for those of us who are remembering and who, although we don't have a list of the names of the 10,000 that were there that day, have not forgotten they were there, that we have found these pictures and we'll keep sharing these pictures until our children see those pictures on site and say, that's Decoration Day. That's Charleston. And so we want you to share that information, spread that information. Come with us to the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. Come with us to march the streets of Charleston this year and to pay homage and give honor to not only those that are interred there, but also to folks like Robert Smalls who took the planter, the ship named the planter, out of that city, out of those Confederate waters, brought it into Union waters here in his home of Buford, South Carolina, And you say, well, why are y'all going to be in Charleston? What about Buford? We are going to be on St. Helena Island on July 30th with the Gullah Root Experience Tour. If you'd like to know a little bit about those tours, go to www.gullahgeechee.us, okay, www.gullahgeechee.us. And you can see a little bit of detail, but if you are interested, again, in the tours, if you are interested in more information about any of these things that are going on that we are still doing on a daily basis to protect our culture, to keep it alive, and to commemorate our sacred spaces, please email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. I also want to take a moment to thank everyone who's already gone to gullahgeechee.biz, I mean, and gone to, that is one of our sites as well, that's where you can get books and CDs and so on, but I didn't mean that one, that have gone to www.gullahgeechee.info and have actually clicked on the link to make donations, have actually gone to that link to become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. We greatly appreciate you doing that, and we especially appreciate all the Gullah Geechee families who have already gone through that link and gone to the Eventbrite link to purchase your tickets to the Charleston River Dogs game for Gullah Geechee Nation Night, which will be August the 1st, and that have already gone on major donations and purchased your family packages for the festival. All that can be done at the Eventbrite site for this year's Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Fest. But you can quickly get to all those links through gullahgeechee.info or email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. 
every dollar, every dime is going back into the community so we can continue to fight for our living legacy, to continue to be able to tell our story. We feel that that is the greatest way that we can memorialize our ancestors whose blood, sweat, and tears is literally in this land of the Sea Islands and the Low Country region that is the Gullah Geechee Nation. They built the forts that the fighting even took place from. They built these forts that are up and down this intercoastal waterway. They actually are here in spirit in this land, and physically their bones are interred in this land. Many of them that were out on the boats, they are yet in the Atlantic. They are these harbors up and down this coast. So when I tell you of our story, this is not a thing of the past for us. We live this every day, and we live in this space and place every day. So we want to give honor every day at every moment and time that we can, and that is the way to memorialize our ancestors. And many people use this word memorial not knowing what it is. So before I open up the phone lines, I just want to go to a U.S. dictionary, and memorial is something, especially a structure established to remind people of a personal event. So that's why Hampton Park is so important. It reminds people of the events. It reminds people now Denmark, we see the person. We want to remind you of what these people did for us. It's also chiefly a historical statement of facts, especially as the basis of petition. We're petitioning you to stand up right now and actually share this story with others of what Decoration Day really is, how the history of Memorial Day came from Decoration Day right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because this is the next definition of a record or a chronicle of those events, a record and a chronicle of who participated in it. And as the diplomat here who hasn't yet wrote the paper, it's also called an informal diplomatic paper. So when we have war memorials, their monuments, their cenotaphs, their mausoleums, their statues, their plaques, their cairns, their shrines, their tombstones, their gravestones, their headstones, but then we also have tributes, testimonials, and remembrances and mementos that are commemorative and commemorating of what took place. And so this is my memorial to my ancestors that fought as part of the U.S. colored troops. So I give honor to them and their legacy and all that they left we, the ones that we found paperwork on, the ones whose names I don't yet know. I honor you. I pray that this recording be the flowers unto your grave this day. And now I want to open the phone lines, and especially once again, if there's anybody from Charleston in the chat room tonight, thank you, thank you, guests for kind. We want you to call in at 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. Let me know if you ever heard about Decoration Day as you were growing up, as you were going to school in Charleston County, South Carolina. Was this part of your curriculum? Is it part of the curriculum now? Because I know full well, when I went to school on Historic St. Helen Island, we never learned this, all right? And I am now a college degree holding somebody and ain't heard of it till I started doing my own research on the Gullah Geechee Nation, and in particular doing research about Charleston for my own books is when I first heard about Decoration Day. And I chose to leave some other materials for future works 
uh, as I did my research. But this is one of those future works, is having this radio broadcast and being able to share with you that which was imparted to me. So I pray that each and every one of you will do the same. You can download this broadcast for free from iTunes at any time and previous broadcasts as well. You can also share directly from blogtalkradio.com slash Gullah Geechee. Again, that's G-U-L-L-G-E-E. C-H-E-E, at any time you can tweet, you can post, you can share the links to the broadcast, not only tonight's but all our previous episodes. And we definitely want to say thank you, thank you to all the Hunter Chillin who are always tuning into the show. And please make sure to go on Facebook and become a fan of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio as well. And at any given time, you can also become a fan of the Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. And you can start following us at... Gullah Geechee, all right, on Instagram and on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee, and then Hunter can get it more about who we be. And many times with Instagram, we do Instagram historic information that comes from the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan archive, and to that note, the archive is founded by and is housed as part of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition Center, and our archive now has much of our equipment that we need. We now are in the process of needing archival boxes and archival acid-free materials for encapsulating documents as well. And we still need 2T and higher backup drives Mac formatted for us to continue. The Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan Archive is the only archive in the world totally dedicated to Gullah Geechee history, heritage, and culture. So when you hear me doing these broadcasts where I'm not interviewing someone else, but I'm actually reading to you from materials here, they come from the Gullah Geechee Al-Kibulan Archive. If you ever wonder, where does she find all this stuff? That's where I find it, is right here in-house for the sponsors of this program, and that's part of the reason we have the program. It's nice to have those episodes where we can just have fun, but there's time where we need to sit down with pen, paper, and with our ears open and our spirits open as well to learn. And so definitely we want to make sure you continue to support the Gullah Geechee Al-Kabulan Archive and the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour. So, of course, with the funds that are coming in through the Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy World Tour, we continue to obtain the materials that we've announced various times that we need, as well as because we've had donations from various people. And if you've been broadcasting, you know, listening to the broadcast, you're aware of our latest donation. That's how we got the computer that we needed. So the two computers we needed. So now we're at the point where we need those backup drives because we need to also begin digitizing much of these records because, as you well know, we are in a hurricane zone here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. So we are now digitizing and putting much of our data into a cloud because we are the only Gullah Geechee archive in the world. And so it's critical right now that as part of a management policy that we reach this point that everything begins being digitized this year. So we need those other pieces of equipment so we can really get that fully, fully underway because, trust me, her season is now underway. And so make sure that you're well aware and you're alert. And if you're on our Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page or at Gullah Geechee Twitter feed, we're going to be reposting various things that we talk about in regard to preparedness. Our ancestors taught us that, to be prepared. And one of the things I've often heard my mother repeat was, yes, 
In times of peace, you prepare for war, and in times of war, you prepare for peace. So I pray that right now we are all preparing for peace, that we have gotten a message from our family from way across in Salon. We'll bring them here for we, but rather was the Hanana amputee culture, but Hanana who upon we, and you know who we be. We be Gullah Geechee, anointed people. Thank God for the black gold. Thank God for the healing soul. Thank God for bringing we on this journey. And thank God for reconnecting all of we into the root of who we be. So I thank you for joining me once again this week. This is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head of State for the Gullah Geechee Nation, your hostess for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, the founder of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, the sponsor of this show. And I pray that Hunter Chillin, Gwai keep on, Yeti we, and that Hunter Chillin, God join we, right here where we be, Ponesia Island, in the sea. So great God Chillin, Gwai on, keep memorializing, keep decorating, never forget, make sure the Chillin learn who we be. And thank God for we story.